Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. What's up, bro? Attitude, the show where a bunch of grown adults talk about teenagers in tightly colored clothing and also tightly colored masks. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they're teenagers, technically. I'm Zach, and joining me this yeah. week, we've got Luke. Hello. We've got Emily. Sorry, I had a mouthful <laughs> of craft dinner. I, I, I thought you were doing I thought a, he was doing a voice changer. I thought you were doing a nope. bit, but I couldn't figure out how it related to the episode, and I was really No, nope, I was just halfway through swallowing a bite of macaroni and cheese. <laughs> when, when you said you made macaroni and cheese, we thought we like you ate it and then came to the vlog. Oh, no, I knew so he you... was eating it. It's fine. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. No, oh, it's okay. fine. Um, I was going to say, uh, I have watched a little bit of The Next Mutation, and the turtles are still teenagers, but they're like eighteen in this iteration. Oh, interesting! They're like much older. Uh, uh, can they vote? Yeah, I mean, I mean, no, because they're not citizens <laughs> okay, because they weren't sure. like registered. But like, they could if they were. Like, sure, they're supposed to be in the same canon as the first movie. Well, they're but but oh, if you're born in America, you are automatically a citizen that's how it works i think you still need a birth certificate yeah but like my dog's not a citizen i think if my dog became intelligent like it would have to go to the supreme court to determine whether yeah he was eligible you're to probably vote. right emily did i introduce you or did we just just yeah, with the way voter suppression works these days <laughs> i doubt he'd win well you said you said emily and i was about to do the thing about the turtles ages but then luke cut it well you did it. it it works and also yeah. we've yeah. got Greg. <laughs> This isn't my podcast. What the hell? We've abducted you to talk about Ninja Turtles. I'm sorry. Because, because once again, we need to do a makeup episode. And we needed help. Yeah, we. Uh, I had a crisis and we didn't get to record on our normal time. But that's okay. Uh, here we are. Uh, we are going to talk about uh, Shell Shocked. Or Shell Shock, the... The Power Rangers in Space Ninja Turtles crossover. Are we, we going to talk about Shell Shock, the, the the rap song they made for the second Ninja Turtles movie? No, I love that you know that, and this is actually going to lead into what's going to be our <laughs> opening segment for the episode. Are we going to talk about Shell Shocker, the Blastoise from Pokemon the first movie? No, but also there is a monster called Shell Shock in the first season of Power Rangers, which makes this episode kind of hard to search for. But. Oh. Uh, no, what we're going to do is we, uh, 
as often happens when I have, we have a new guest on, when I have a new guest on, it's all of our podcast. Uh, I am going to ask what everyone's relationship with the Ninja Turtles is. Now, I know, Emily, that you are a deep Ninja Turtles fan. Oh, yeah. I, I fucking love Ninja Turtles. Um, I'm like not the most, most hardcore, obviously, but like I've, I've watched uh, a little bit of ev- all the cartoons. Um, I grew up watching the movies. I've watched uh, the, the stage per- uh, live performance they did. At one point, come out of their shells tour several times. Oh, right, the music uh, one. Huh? <laughs> um, and I, I've read like a, gr- a good deal of the Mirage comics. Um, I've gotten even new ID- ID- IDW stuff, but yeah, like I, I, I was a Turtles kid. Like we watched Ninja Turtles all the time. We had a ton of their toys. We had like the Technodrome. We had the sewer uh, playset. We had the, we had the Turtle Van. I, I probably watched. I like the Ninja Turtles the second movie more as a kid. In the first one, I've grown to like the first movie a lot more, um, but the second one was my favorite, and I think I watched that probably like a hundred times in a week, <laughs> nice. kind of thing. Like you know, kids like just rewatch the same thing over and over again. And yeah, like I'm, a, I just, I just, I fucking love the Ninja Turtles, and yeah, I even watch a good deal of the Next Mutation, which is what's in this episode. So, so yeah, so. Uh, we'll talk about that when we, when we get into the episode proper, cause there's something I found out that I want to talk about, which is interesting about, about the show. Uh, but yeah, you're probably the deepest Ninja Turtles fan here. I think though. Even more than you said? I thought you were pretty big too. Well, I'm a big Ninja Turtles fan, but I've never read any of the Mirage comics. I haven't read any of the like Archie series. Oh, I love the Archie series. I've, the Archie series is so pretty good. good. I've only read the IDW stuff, which is very good. And by the way, I do need to go ahead and say here, if you don't know, because this seems like a thing our audience should be aware of. The fifth Ninja Turtle in the IDW is a gay lady and she's dating a, a pig mm, woman. I love it. Who's a punk rock singer. Cool. And that just seems very relevant to like our oh, demographic. <laughs> uh, I, I guess, um, gosh, what was I going to say about, uh, I just had something in my head. Oh, I was going to say the Archie comics. An interesting fact about the Archie Turtles comics is that a lot of the people working on that comic were also people who <laughs> on the Mirage comics. Oh, interesting. Okay. That they just, sense. they just were like, but like their their thing was like with the art comics you can do what the fuck you want like don't they're, worry they're go wild. crazy yeah. and then the mirage ones they were like a little bit like a little bit more tame about the crazy stuff because there wasn't like a ton of like in, if if you remember the eighties cartoon the turtles there was like a million mutants right but right. in the original mirage comics there was like the turtles and Leatherface and Splinter and that's mostly it interesting okay. Yeah, there in the in every other version, there's a ton, there's a bunch of mutants. Like so. yeah, like the and the Archie ones especially. They well in the Archie comics, they they there was a decapitated giant cow head that they would enter the mouth Cuddly. in to travel through space. Okay, so with that, let's <laughs> let's go over to Greg because I uh, what is your relationship with Ninja Turtles? It sounds like you were a pretty big fan too. Yeah, I started with the 87 series as a kid. Uh, probably some, I mean, I had Transformers at the beginning, and then around seven or eight, I got my first set of, like, the first release of the Ninja Turtle toys. I had the van. I had a f- best friend who had the Technodrome. You know, we were, we were playing Turtles all the time. Um, I also had a bunch of the VHS tapes that, when they came out. Nice. 
love those. Um, gosh, I want to. I I still want to say the the very first Ninja Turtles movie is probably still my favorite by a long shot, just because of how that's, close it was to the original. That's one of my comic. favorite but, movies. Period. <laughs> yeah, um, but the second one definitely what definitely stuck with me growing up. Yeah, and it was a little goofier, also but had, not too goofy. It like, was, yeah. But I had the uh, I had the soundtrack for the second movie, nice. so I used to listen to Ninja Rap literally over and over and over again on my Walkman. Oh, I would just man. rewind it and just wa- listen to it again. I used to do a Ninja Rap dance. That's so oh, cool in elementary nice. school. Uh, I don't <laughs> give a shit about Vanilla Ice as like a a musician, but I did mm-hmm. get sad that he apparently uh, played it. Trump's Christmas thing last year because yeah. he's a big MAGA shithead. And I only yeah. care because of the ninja rap. That's the only reason yeah. I'm upset. Yeah, um, I saw that too. Well, awesome. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, also I did a five episode review oh, of right. the of the 80s Ninja Turtle cartoon with a couple of other folks as well. What was Actually, the- Eric was on that podcast as well. Yeah, what was the name of it? Uh, that was the South Figaro podcast. That's right. Very cool. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. Actually, I should yeah. check that out. That um, was actually. Uh, that was the second podcast I was ever on. This one being the first, and that was the second one that I was ever on. Very nice. Uh, and Luke, how about you? Um. Well, let me ask. I hope I'm not being rude here. Um, <laughs> Greg, how old are you, real quick? How old am I? Yeah. I'm well now. I'm 38. <laughs> okay. Okay. Emily, how old are you? Uh, I think I'm 32. Okay. Zach, how old are you? 33. Are you going to turn 32? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to say, uh, everybody. <laughs> I'm going to get yelled at on Twitter as soon as I say this. Everyone 30 and under doesn't give a shit about Ninja Turtles. It's boomer shit. So here's That's the thing. You're wrong because <laughs> no, no. I'm, and I'm not like Luke. I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying to say <laughs> no, no, like. I- Everyone's going to yell at me because they have the new comic and the new cartoon and shit. Right. The, but yeah, every time I, I see like, it, I'm like, who cares? It's, it's a dumb cartoon from the 80s. I don't care. I, I have a friend who's around your age who's like just as much into Turtles as I am. Right. And again, also, mm-hmm. I am marginally younger than you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I, I think there was for sure. So here's I'm what I'll a say. Boomer. I'm a millennial. Fuck you. <laughs> Luke, okay, I don't boomer. Then you just call me a boomer. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Luke, I think that between like. 90 like like the mid 90s yeah a couple years after the ninja the like second and third movie between that and the uh the the nick or fox one uh cartoon in Uh in, like 2012 i think you're right the fox one was 2003 2003 okay so so for like that seven or eight years I think you're right that it was pretty dormant. Like that. Period. So you're saying it's not just for old people; it's also for babies. Yeah, well, I mean, you have to remember that, like, <laughs> yeah, because my two... son watched it. Yeah. <laughs> well, well if it, what I was gonna say is we've had a turtle show on TV for like ever. It feels like so. I think kids sure. keep growing up with it. Like it, you, it, you, it passed you by. But, but like, I think that period, maybe I, yeah, is was a pretty fallow period because that's like when Next Mutation was on, which wasn't very well received. And then I, also feel like, I remember the Nick uh, uh, Turtles being on. I don't remember anybody. And maybe okay, it was just like so, it was going so, to younger people than it was for me at that point. But it just seemed like it kind of, yeah, it was on TV, but who mm-hmm. was watching it? 
the the Nick one was pretty popular. Actually, it went for like a lot okay, of seasons. Like the, the, the Fox two, the Fox one that's, that they did in two thousand three went till twenty ten. All right. So like, okay. yeah, yeah, it's like it's a big franchise. No, no, no. So I, <laughs> I think I think, but kind of both people are right here. Like Luke, you're in the slot where I just don't think it was that big of a thing for. for that's true. Yeah. For yeah. that, when I hear people talk like really excitedly about Ninja Turtles, it pings the exact same part of my brain as when I hear people talk really excitedly about like the G.I. Joe cartoon. See, G.I. Joe's oh, a hurts. little bit older too. So well, also, G. G. I'm really his, glad that he chose the his... other Hasbro property. Yes. <laughs> well, I was going to say G.I. Joe does. It hasn't, it hasn't been that strong. It feels like it feels like way weaker than turtles in terms of like what, how many cartoons have been out for yeah. it. Sure. That's yeah. true. It's been rebooted less. Also, and, it sucks. <laughs> well, listen, I'm just here to be an agent of chaos. No, I'm I the totally Joker understand. Right now, I, what I was going to say, Luke, is I went to see, I think I'm one of very few people who went to see the second Michael Bay, and I know he didn't direct, but, you know, those. G.I. Joe movie? No, Ninja Turtles, the the second. Oh, oh, uh, oh right, right, right. G.I. Joe Ninja Turtles movie, which I love, by the way. That movie's great. But at that thing, I was wearing like a Ninja Turtles hoodie. And yeah, there were like seven year olds like actively fighting each other over who got to be Leonardo and and Michelangelo. You know what? So, fair enough. So, so like I, entirely fair. I think that there for sure it, it's an interesting thing, right? Because like I feel like there are those properties that just like no. If I started talking to somebody about like I don't know fucking Rainbow Bright, they're gonna be like, "What the fuck are you or talking mask. about?" Sure, or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But but My Little he Pony, did. which is damn near the same thing. Everybody knows right. that one. It never went away. Like it's a weird. But they only know that one because like that 2010 cartoon took right. Off that's so what hard. I'm saying. Is like the 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 properties that honestly largely Hasbro, though there are other people like right. kept around those are this weird touchstone where like I can talk to a kid about Ninja Turtles. That's fair. And I was going to say, yeah, we don't have the, there's no brutals out there. <laughs> no, that's true. I, I, I think it is. It, it, it does. I like that. I just said a nonsense phrase and you immediately. I don't get what it. I meant. I uh, get it. As opposed to a brony. He was doing a brony. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, well, they're, they didn't need to do that because Ninja Turtles already was considered like a boy cartoon. That's also even though true. Lots of girls like it. Well, and, and Ninja Turtles, I think is, is so actually, I guess let's go ahead and, and start talking about, uh, the show a little bit and the Ninja Turtles I, in general. The one thing I was going to say oh, just real God. quick, I did have Ninja Turtles toys as a really little kid when I was like, when I, I was at an age that like, I don't have tastes. My parents are just going to buy me whatever's sure. in the toy aisle. Yeah. I had the, uh, I don't even remember. I think the red, who's the red one? Raphael. Raphael. Raphael yeah. Yeah. I think I had a toy of him. I have a toy of him on my desk right now. <laughs> who had a spring loaded gun that shot pizzas. And that was okay. Sick. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of taste, though, Zach, I am gonna po- I am gonna ask a, a very quick question. Okay, how are you actually disappointed coming out of that second Ninja Turtles movie? No, no, I loved it. Okay, I, I good because the first one, the I, only other, go ahead. the only other childhood franchise that made a movie I went to in theaters, I came out of very, very disappointed. So, oh bummer. I'm sorry to hear that. I the, I didn't think yeah, the first one. That's was what very- I get for going to. St- to spend money on Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh Jesus! Oh, God. <laughs> you know, uh, Detective um, that one's pretty good. That first is great. That first Michael Bay Ninja Turtles is like a five or a six. It's like okay. 
The, mm. the second one, like, is insane. Like, it, it, they fucking let Brad Garrett be Krang and like that's pretty good. Yeah, and, and they had the Technodrome in it finally. And fucking Seamus and one of the Dudley boys from the WWE or Bebop and Rocksteady and they're like in a clearly a gay relationship on screen. It's <laughs> it's wild. I really do recommend that that movie. Um, it, it's I, go ahead. My my feelings in the movie are that I, I first time I watched it I was like, yeah, it was pretty good. And the second time I watched it, I couldn't, I couldn't, it couldn't keep my attention. <laughs> yeah, the, it's kind of boring. That first one. It's not the second one. No, the second one I'm talking about. That's oh, what I'm talking okay, about. Gotcha. The first one I was just like, that's not that good. And the second one I was like, oh yeah, that was better. And it was better, but yeah. like, uh, I think it's fun. You know. It does have a weird thing at the end where the cops uh, protect the Ninja Turtles and explicitly are like. The Ninja Turtles are good. We the cops say so. That wasn't I mean, great. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, and I will say the time frame that came out was a little bit less like general yeah, population was, hating cops. Yeah. Obviously, cops have always been bastards, but um, yeah. But so what I was going to say about uh, the Ninja Turtles that's also kind of interesting as, in addition to them kind of being around forever is I feel like unlike a lot of these perennial properties, the Ninja Turtles are sort of weirdly um, able to do lots of different tones. Um, mm. Like, the, the if you don't know, the original Ninja Turtles was a very, very dark, gritty comic book that was a parody of right. super dark, gritty comics, but it played it largely pretty straight. It was just like, these are Ninja yeah. Turtles, and they want to murder bad guys, and that was it. That was the original tone was that it was very dark and gritty. The 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 87 cartoon, the first cartoon was super goofy, like for really little children and like very, very silly. And it can kind of do both of those that work pretty well. And uh, it can also be kind of in the middle, like the 1990s uh, movie or the the yeah. current IDW the, comics. And I, I would say that the 2003 cartoon is a really good like if you want to get the mirage stories while getting a more lighthearted tone yeah that's has in three months everyone is practically an adaption of the mirage comics yeah and, and, and but like for younger audience it's so fun it's like they're, to have they're, that they have darkness but it's also still like not ridiculously like leonardo doesn't kill people in it right <laughs> and also the other thing that's weird about the ninja turtles is it, that you might not know if you watched uh just like the the first movie or whatever is that they fucking go there in any setting. Like they can, they, yeah. they live in New York, but they've gone to like fantasy worlds. They go to space, like on the regular. So they're, they do in this episode. Yeah. So they're weirdly versatile. And, uh, yet I still don't think this works very well. <laughs> so, so that's a thing. I, I, good. I enjoyed this episode, but yeah, it's stupid as fuck. <laughs> it's real dumb. Uh, last thing I'll say before we start talking about the episode itself, uh, they just put out the uh, a crossover comic series that's five issues with the Power Rangers comics and the Ninja Turtle comics. It's very good. Go read that if you want a good, uh, a good Ninja Turtles Power Rangers crossover. Uh, and now, episode four of Power Rangers in Space, Shell Shock. Did no, any- I'm real worried. I'm going to get canceled on Twitter for saying that you're Ninja not going to get canceled. <laughs> no, uh, but, 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 I think the cancel culture is going to come for me. <laughs> I, I, I don't 
I think people who listen to this know what you're like. <laughs> Luke, uh, I've been on for a while though. Luke, a coworker of mine who's like 24, has been calling me a boomer whenever I don't know slang, and it is both very funny and like murderous. It's so upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Well. Uh, so anyway, um, this uh, this episode. Did anybody watch by any chance the like end of the last episode that explains what the fuck's happening? Yeah. No, but I got a previously on. Okay. Yeah. Same here. So. Astronema in a sort of typical Power Rangers villain uh, plan was like, how do I beat the Power Rangers at their own game? I know I will force fictional turtles into reality. No, that's not. No. <laughs> isn't Wait, isn't that what happens? She's not, she's not force fictional turtles into reality. She just, she just like, she just gets the Ninja Turtles. No, like, they're not real in this universe. They, they are real though, because this is from the next mutation. Like, they, if, if anything, they're like she's she's like she's like going to another dimension. But they're not. She's not making fictional things real. Okay, sure, like, oh, sure, I'm sure. Make- I'm so confused already. <laughs> so, so <laughs> I mean, I, you're confused because for some fucking reason. Okay, my, okay. This is the thing though. I think the Ninja Turtles are real in the Power Rangers world. But they're they were monster deniers. Okay, I see. Like you know how there's that one person in that one season who's like monsters aren't real, Jimmy. Like this is this is they are those. Okay, because- I just assumed that it was that like they're in New York and the Power Rangers are on the West Coast well, and like yeah, there's like, rumors. They, maybe they see TV. They watch TV. But, and you saying they, sure. they don't they don't they don't like talk about giant robots fighting giant aliens? Yeah, but TV? you know that we're in a post-apocalypse situation. Getting a broadcast all the way. From from California to New York would be difficult. So New York is also in a in a post-apocalyptic situation. Is what makes yeah, very the, the apocalypse is not localized to California. <laughs> okay, but Luke, what about this? This the, I, I mentioned this earlier, but the next mutation is supposed to be in the same canon as the first Turtle movie, which which, okay. which, which shows like them like like she goes to like a different. Uh, like part they, of the county. They go to upstate New York in there, yeah. basically, and it's fine. I think that's too many hopscotches away. I <laughs> think this is its own take on the next mu- uh, mutation continuity set in the, the Power Rangers world. So if you haven't watched so the episode... we're getting into multiverse theory at yes. this point. Exactly. If you haven't watched the episode, the reason this is a little confusing is because the Ninja Turtles think that the Power Rangers are fake, and the Power Rangers think that the Ninja Turtles are fake. They and like, both... I can believe the Power Rangers thinking they're fake... Yes. Like, but the Power Rangers think they're fake because they show up and there's like, whoa, you guys, it's the Ninja Turtles. I guess I got a, I got a question, though. Go ahead, Greg. The the first scene that we get, how did how do they know who Astronema is, though? She says it at the end of the last episode. So at the end of the last episode, Astronema shoots a magic beam at the sewers in New York, which is what I thought was them her turning them real, but I guess could also just be like a, a dimension thing. I don't know. I don't know what it's supposed to be, but I don't, I think it's definitely not her turning them real. Fair enough. <laughs> they, sh- they come up and she's like, hi, I'm astronomer. I'm the princess of evil. And they're, they're like, okay. And then, and then Michelangelo immediately hits on her because that's his character in the next mutation is that right. he's a creep. I also <laughs> really quickly want to say that I, f- I don't have a problem with the Ninja Turtles having romantic interests. I really hate it when the Ninja Turtles are horny. 
It's upsetting. Yeah. I don't oh, like it. You're going to hate the next mutation when we watch it for the bonus episode. That's Michelangelo the whole time is just trying to fuck Venus so hard. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> can I? Oh, can I and by the way. Go ahead. Go ahead, Emily. It, it, the, the, the next muta- in the next mutation canon, the neutrals aren't related. They just all happen in the like same fishbowl and treat brothers. each other as brothers. Okay, gotcha. Because sure. it's so they can fuck Venus because she was also in the fishbowl. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. Can I just like take a step back for a sec? I hate to slow us down. Uh-huh. And I know this is on me. Can I just get like the quick blurb on like what's happening in this show so I can like I can glean a little bit of it from context sure. clues? Uh I will do it very quickly. The Rangers okay. lost their powers. The turbo powers are gone. Right, of uh, course. Uh they couldn't find the Zeo powers. You saw the last episode of In Space, right? Didn't they you? forgot or about Turbo, those. I mean, Luke, I, I think did. I did. Yeah, right. Where they had the war at the command center. Yeah, so they all get blo- all the powers are gone. They go into space to try to save Zordon, uh, and when they go into space, it turns out that Zordon programmed their ship to seek out this their their shuttle to seek out the Astro Mega Ship, which is where uh, uh, Andros, the Red Space Ranger. Is and they, after a misunderstanding, team up and become the new rest of the Space Rangers. That's basically where we're at. Okay, okay. And who's Astronema? Astronema is the bad. Is the bad currently? Well, sure, I get that, but like, who is she? Well, she. Uh, we, we don't, have, we don't know much about her yet. She kind spoilers. of. Just, okay, but what we know of her okay, so okay. far is that she works for Dark Spectre, and she's like kind of an up and coming villain in like the in like the 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 Alliance of Evil world. Okay, and she and you know like. Like, you know how Diva Talks was kind of considered, like, the queen of evil? Well, they're like, right. Astronomer's the next queen of evil. Yeah, so, sure, like, okay. And so he sent Astronomer after um, Andros, and she's, now she's the bad. She's, uh, she's Vegeta under Frieza, is basically her okay. position. Okay, okay. Uh, so we get, um, th- th- she says, hey, what's up, Ninja Turtles? Also, I guess really quickly, we did say it, but if you don't know, there's a fifth Ninja Turtle in the uh, uh, next mutation. Her name is Venus de Milo. She has turtle shell boobies. I don't like it. Uh, yeah, and and she's um, her whole thing is that she knows uh, Asian mysticism. Yes. She's a Chinese magic girl. Yep. Great. Wait, but why would she? Okay. <laughs> Don't worry about because it. No, you know she, I, ended up in, she ended up in China instead of... New, I, I don't know. <laughs> I realized that I was about to ask a question that was going to ask ten more questions about the core conceit of the Ninja Turtles, and I don't care. Well, yeah, I mean, especially the next mutation is more complicated, but yeah, don't worry about it. So, so right. the... Yes, so there's a... There's she, they gave her turtle shell boobies for some reason. Uh, the, so you know she's a girl. <laughs> you have to know. Uh, that's actually something I really like about the, the girl turtle in the idw comics is she just has a turtle shell because you know that's good she a turtle i mean like i mean isn't it a thing where they kind of have gotten like human characteristics like they aren't cold-blooded anymore and yeah stuff, i don't know i can't remember exactly like, you, you could bullshit it but it's like yeah don't it's just so they can give her a gender signifier yes. so um michelangelo hits on astronomer who says uh uh well okay so very quickly first of all she is, introduces herself as Astronema. Uh, somehow Venus knows who she is and says, the princess exactly. of evil in the worst line reading we've had in Power Rangers in a while. Well, she kind of has a shitty accent, yes. is the thing. Um, <laughs> and this is where I googled to look 
and here's what's fun about this. Um, the Ninja Turtles... Oh, shit, I've lost my note. Here it is. The next mutation was filmed in Vancouver, but Power Rangers is, was filmed in California at the time. Therefore, they shipped the turtle suits from the show, but the actors at suit and voice actors are different than the ones on the fucking show. So, like, it, it's even worse than what was going to be on the That's actual. That's weird. Uh, Why couldn't you get the voice actors? Because like, they could just know. send over their audio. No, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> this, um, uh, well, it, it doesn't make sense in that regard. It does explain why this episode's so bad. So, so, I, I, yeah. I do want to say one positive thing here. Okay. These suits are pretty good for TV suits. I think I agree with that. Yes. Yeah. The suits are pretty good. I think the suit actors are fine. They're doing a lot of like uh they're doing their job. Gesticulation. Yeah, they're and doing stuff. a lot of just gesticulating that seem yeah. to work pretty well. The um the the voices are really bad and also, you know, writing and and everything and also it's a crossover. It's not like you can yeah. get a ton going, but basically they're all the same character as opposed to, you know, when they're in their own show and you can kind of tell who's who. But they all yeah. s- sound and act essentially the same. They're also Here's, under mind control for most of the episodes. That true, might affect true. their behavior, but yeah. Yeah. Um, here's what I'm going to say, and as I say this, I'm realizing I really miss when Matt was a part of this show, so I wasn't the most negative presence around. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. You're okay. loud. Right, I, okay. Luke, I, I yeah. will try and help you with this. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, like, we just explained why the turtle voice acting is maybe bad. It's actors probably that probably don't really give a shit that aren't, you know, the people that do that job. They're, they don't play these characters, I mean, and they're just kind of... Yeah. I've seen the next mutation. I don't think they're that good on that show either. <laughs> I, I, I can't say that one way or the other. I feel like Astronema and also all the Rangers also do a bad job. Like, it is... Every bit of acting in this episode is so wooden. I, like, Astronema yeah. feels like she took a bottle of Xanax before they started shooting. She's so boring as a villain. Astronema is really interesting because she... she's We've only seen four episodes... <laughs> But she vacillates wildly between like really scenery chewing and being very yeah. flat, and it's yeah, okay. Episode, so I got none of the scenery very, chewing in this episode. Flat. In yeah. this one, she's very flat. In the previous one, uh, they lo- they the in the episode before this, she delivers a line that is so insanely corny and over the top, and then they they'd have her do it again. Like they literally looks like they got two takes and just used both. (laughs) It's hilarious. Um, but yeah, yeah. even the Rangers when like they're running around and like, and obviously they're 80 yard in there too, but it like Cassie will just be like, Oh no, the, the turtles have ruined our spaceship. Yeah. What, what, I suspect take that, five minutes and do another take. Jesus. I suspect like, that this morning. Cause like the, the previous episodes of the season have been pretty, they've been okay. I, they've been a lot better. Okay. Yeah. I, I suspect think. Luke that they had very little, they were, this was probably a nightmare to, to make happen. I would guess. Honestly, that's, that's fair. And now that you say that, yeah, that makes sense. And maybe that explains away some of it, be, but not to say that the Power Rangers are the best actors. They're not, but I do think they are worse in this episode than they normally are. Okay. Um, so that's especially like after hearing for years that like, you know, Turbo's the piece of shit that everybody hates, and in space is like, oh, it's amazing. It like broke the mold for how good Power Rangers could be. I'm like, 
Um, this is worse than every episode of Turbo I've seen. I, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I know you won't, but I really think you should go back and watch at least the first two episodes of In Space. Um, it's pretty fun. But they, they for sure get better. But this is not great. Uh, okay. I do like. How I, do you like the opening? Is that uh, Luke? Uh, it's it fine. It didn't really seconds. make a huge impact on me. I don't really remember it. But I like I where they it. they yell in space. That's part. Really <laughs> yeah. Um, so astronomer tells them that she has summoned them here to murder the Ninja Turtles. Um, Raphael. No, the Ninja Turtles are going to murder the Power Rangers. Sorry. Yes, the Ninja Turtles aren't <laughs> going to kill the Ninja Turtles. Raphael says. <laughs> Uh, That'd be a short episode. That's that doesn't make sense. They're not real. Uh, an astronomer is like, well, no. Uh, but Leonardo makes an excellent point, which uh, is maybe something astronomer should have thought of, which is, hey, we are good guys and they are good guys, so why would we want to kill them? And she's like, cool, no problem. I do have a magic spell, and I'm gonna go ahead and put you under mind control. <laughs> Um, and she's like, boy, I hope we don't go through some space cloud and they lose their mind control and I can't cast a spell again because I can only do it once per day. <laughs> yes, it's a once per day spell. She zaps them and then the turtles have like purple eyes and uh, laugh evilly, which is, boy, that shot of Leonardo doing that is really upsetting. I don't like that. It is. Um, <laughs> it is very creepy. <laughs> uh, the suits are pretty good, but if you've seen... Uh, like the head the animatronic heads of the ninja turtles like not moving or just staring with all eyes open and uh and and smiles it's not no, i mean great. like again they're, they're good for tv but yeah. they're like amazing oh, no, I'm, not, I'm just saying it's creepy looking uh oh yeah so we, like they blink and that is more impressive than i expected out of yeah. them we we cut up to the astro mega ship the rangers are all inspecting uh Andros's, uh, oh man, what are these called? Astro Glider. Uh, yep. and he's wow, ex- that's he's, just that's just oh, uh, is it Astro Glider or Galaxy Glider? Galaxy Glider, Astro Glider, is say- lube. my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie doopsie. Uh, so <laughs> they he explains, CM. See, the joke that I made two episodes ago finally pays off. <laughs> yeah, you did it. Good job. Uh, he explains they basically work like segues. You lean forward to, to accelerate, back to slow down. Um, does not explain how you, you know, navigate a 3D space, but whatever is fine. Uh, he says that the Astro Megaship doesn't have the guns, so these things allow them... They basically act like little fighters. You get outside the ship and stab people with your gun, your yeah. weapons, I guess. And and, and they're, they're playing Sonic Freeriders to train for it. On their, they do their really Kinetic. look like the Sonic Freeriders <laughs> boards. Um, <laughs> there is a, a Decca informs them that there is a monster in Angel Grove. It's really funny to me that we're in space, but we still constantly go. They still attack Angel Grove only. Like, no. Nowhere else. It's just very funny. Uh, we head down. Uh, Andros does like a. So I thought he was going to morph because he does like some hand movements that I usually associate 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 with morphing, and then he just gets in a little like slide. I, yeah, I I love these little slides though. Like they're like 
they're hitting that like samurai pizza cats, like Thunderbirds, like kind of like yes. itch where you know people getting in this in this in the the shoots to get into their vehicles. I love that shit. It's very funny, especially since everyone looks at Andros like, "What? Why did he do that?" And then they also do it, which is funny. Um, it's the same as when they brought their weapons out. Yeah. So we all get on our uh, our astro gliders, and again, I like in space so far. This is Zach. so bad. Okay, so uh, this this CG we get here of them going through a tunnel. This is from um uh Mega Ranger. Okay, yeah, they're supposed to be going for cyberspace right now, but because you know they surf on their cyberboards to go to cyberspace. Okay, it would make more the shitty CG would make sense if they were in cyberspace though. <laughs> yeah, yes. Again, as we said at the beginning, the Power Rangers uh creative team thought they were getting a space sentai and it's not and so we just gotta right. make it work <laughs> I, yeah. I just you know deep down i do believe that if you did get uh warped into the internet you would look like 90 cgi oh i'd be sick you would look that yes awesome you would look like the 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 virtual world in the the johnny quest reboot from the 90s that's what you would look like yeah oh um, man yeah <laughs> So they they head down to the power plant where there is a monster who is draining the power grid. Uh, he he looks like some kind of like scholar based on his hat, but I don't I don't know what his deal is. Okay, so I thought he looked like a BDSM police officer as well. Well, I, I mean, I could like. see both. <laughs> um, he says he's gonna uh, beat him up. Uh, they summon their weapons and we get a fight. Um. Which is pretty, f- it's pretty fine. Not too bad. Um, the then, however, they are interrupted by the Power Ranger. Or I'm sorry, God damn it! I'm going to do this again, multiple times. They're interrupted by the Ninja, the Ninja Turtles, Turtles. Uh, who show up to who s- teleport in, and they don't question that at all ever. No, they they can just teleport. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, they they Ninja teleportation. Yeah. The Rangers know who the Ninja Turtles are, and they're like, wow, amazing. Uh, and the Ninja Turtles uh, run in and fight the bad guys as part of a clever plan to uh, convince the Rangers that they're good guys. Which, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> uh, the fight's pretty fun. It's not too bad. I, and again, the, these suits, like they're doing some pretty good stunts in them. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, I'm pretty it, it's impressed with that. pretty impressive. There is a pretty fun bit where he shoots a Hadouken. The bad guy shoots a Hadouken, and uh, Leonardo catches it on his sword, and then they just goof around on it and for a while, and just like hit it back and forth mm-hmm. between each other, and eventually blast it into the bad guy. Yeah, but like, so- like. Like I was just gonna like, seriously like I remember like, I've watched documentaries on the first movie and it was so hard to do like action scenes in those suits. I would imagine, and yeah. it's 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 really impressive that they can do these kinds of fights with them. They even they even filmed them on like a higher frame rate so that they could like make it look faster. Oh, interesting. Stuff like okay. that. Uh, go ahead, Greg. Maybe it was a lower one. I, I was gonna say we're of the assumption that astronomer probably told this monster that you know everything was gonna be fine, not that it was. A- going out there and that it was just going to get sacrificed. Yeah, that's these probably girls, a right? fair point. You, they yeah. probably didn't explain that to the, the poor BDSM monster. Uh, <laughs> but he's dead now, so it's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, 
the Rangers and Ninja Turtles introduce each uh each other. Uh, Michelangelo immediately tries to fuck Ashley, which I don't like. What um, I hate is that Ashley and 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 Cassie are both kind of into it. Yeah, I don't yeah. like that I really either. Hate that. Uh, <laughs> but well, at least Ashley didn't poke Michelangelo like she did Andros. True. Uh, I mean, it's it. It's better if they're into it than if they were not, right? <laughs> you know. Well, I think it's just really weird, and but like also he's like a huge creep. Like <laughs> I don't know. Like like don't be into that. Like Luke, why are you into this? <laughs> you're, you're right. It would be worse if they were like, please. If they were stop. super uncomfortable the whole time and he kept doing it anyway, that would well, be well, way you know worse. I think I think there should just be not him hitting on them. Yes, agree. I agree. I'm just saying if we must have that, I would rather them be into it. I uh, guess that's true. <laughs> which is uh, upsetting, but they're... Oh, they're... Um, Go ahead. Luke, what do you think of these new suits? Um, They're fine. They're Power Ranger suits, you know. Okay. I like the helmets. We had a big debate about I them. Less like Everyone hates the... them except for me. I like the helmets. I less like the suit part, but I think the helmets mm-hmm. are cool. Um, I kind of... I, a, a lot of, like, the, like, in space of it all, like, just felt kind of unremarkable to me. It's like, yeah, it's new Power Rangers. I get it. Let's, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, the They introduce each other. There is a bit where they're like, hey, how did you know to come help us? And Leonardo's just like, oh, well, you know, good guys gotta stick together. Ha 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 ha. And they're being uh, really dumb. And Andros in the back like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, a- Andros kind of immediately senses that something is not correct. Uh, but <laughs> They, uh, the rest of the team is essentially bought into it immediately. Um, they're hoping that they can score three tickets to the next concert. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, Radio City Music Hall. Donatello immediately is like, Hey, I heard you have a spaceship. Can you give us a ride to New York in your spaceship? Despite the fact that we just teleported here, don't worry about that. <laughs> Let us get in your spaceship. Uh, and the Rangers are, well, Andros comes over and he's like, I think we should think about this. Doesn't this all seem, uh, a little mm-hmm. coincidental? Um, uh, and, and TJ's like, no, they're buddies. I'm a himbo. These guys all seem like himbos. So don't worry about it. Uh, and and they all teleport up uh, to space to the spaceship and just leave Andros behind, which is really funny to me that he just stays there. Uh, but he eventually does come up with them, uh, and then we got Ninja Turtles on a spaceship, and uh, they're just like again. I I don't really blame them for trusting the Ninja Turtles. If they know who the Ninja Turtles are, you would assume you know they're good guys. Um, but they do sure show him, show them literally everything. They're like, here's where the engine room is. Here's where you could do your best sabotage. <laughs> if you, if you so chose. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh, they even, also you get to hear Donatello talk about the Astro Megazord, which is fun. <laughs> Just, uh, Leonardo uses their food replicator thing to make pizza, you know, that kind of stuff. Of course. It all feels very, like, obligatory. It doesn't feel like anybody's having fun with this, from the writers to the actors. It feels like they were like, okay, well, what goofs have to get made? Donatello is a nerd. 
you know, pizza joke has to happen. I, I can agree yeah. with that. Um, Andros is spying on them and and not really interacting. Uh, he's just sort of watching everything go down. Uh, Cassie shows Raphael and Venus the the universe's only mega accelerator, which is their their engine. Uh, and Raphael asks how fast the ship can go. Uh, and Decca is like, I'm sorry, but the maximum hyper rush velocity is classified. <laughs> that the good old hyper rush velocity. I I love how every fucking show that goes into space, they all have hyperspace, but they all have to call it something different. Warp hyperspace, sure. astro rush, light speed, light speed, yeah. Um, they have super ludicrous speed. Yes, exactly. They have arrived at New York City, uh, and they all head to the bridge in order to get down. Um, Andros is like, okay, there. I understand y'all think this is fine, but literally every word they said to you, except pizza, was questions about the mega ship. So that seems suspicious. Cassie says it's fine. They're just curious. They live in a sewer. <laughs> Uh, there is a cute, a, a cute thing I like where she's like, listen, not, uh, not every person has a, uh, grew up with a spaceship in their garage. And, uh, Andrew says, we didn't have garages. We have spaceports <laughs> or skyports <laughs> or whatever. Cause the thing that, so Luke, this is a thing that might be fun for you as a, uh, as a theory crafter. Oh, yeah. Sure. In yeah. Andros's introduction, it is explained that many planets have independently evolved humans. Okay. Well, he, he specifically calls his place a space colony, implying that humans colonize the planet. But, mm, maybe. But also, I mean, Luke, That's what colony means. Well, thank you, Luke. We don't Everyone know, pushed I, back on me when they, I said that. No, no, no. It's, it's, I'm not saying it's not a colony. I'm saying that we don't know that Earth colonized them. He says sure. lots of planets have humans. Uh, okay, yeah, because you, the first thing you told me was that lots of planets have individually evolved humans, kind of like how we have, like, carcinization on Earth where yes, crabs keep independently that is, evolving. Yes, exactly. That, and that right, is, but, the second, but the second thing you just told me was lots of planets have humans, which is a different statement. Yeah, okay, fair my point. My theory mm-hmm. that I ran past was that, like, when the apocalypse happened, a lot of humans escaped the planet. And yeah, that'd be my animals. first impression for sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. well let me give it. To, it let me also give you <laughs> this. We also find out that uh, he has telekinesis. Mm-hmm. Right. And in fact, that all humans. <laughs> like Luke is saying, right? Yeah. All well, humans, I saw him do the telekinesis on this episode. All humans oh, yeah, have yeah. the ability to perform telekinesis if they just try really hard. Okay. <laughs> so. I mean, like, yeah. for me, it's like. Like, I was when me and Cassie were watching it, I'm like, you like Hunter Hunter, and they just have men. Like, some people can just use key in Dragon Ball. Like, it's not that weird in terms of like it, fictional it's humans. just Here's what I'll say. It, it, it's weird in that we've been watching like six seasons of this show and it's never come up before yes <laughs> and then you just casually like oh yeah anybody could have been doing this ernie could have been doing telekinesis at the juice bar <laughs> yeah ernie's gone it's, and and stone here's, here's <laughs> it's just i, I guess now i'm real they don't specifically say that they've evolved they say that there are lots of places with humans 
It to me, yeah, it's also this is the mid '90s, and it's a show for kids. They would not get away with saying humans evolved at all. True. To me, it's just mm. weird that you've got humans in multiple places that ostensibly, or or at least at at face value, seem to have different biologies. Because I don't. I actually think he's wrong, and Cassie cannot just do fucking telekinesis. I mean, we get we get characters later on in different seasons who can use like ninja magic and stuff. It doesn't seem that far off to me. That I'm I'm wanting you guys weird. to bite on my this is weird theory, and I'm really angry that it's not. <laughs> this is a well, weird theory. I'm sorry. The, gonna, the world building the of Power that... Rangers is completely ironclad, Zach. <laughs> Go ahead, I was going to have the theory that Zordon is so much of a dick that he never told. Any of the Rangers <laughs> that yes, that telekinesis was actually. He wouldn't want for them, them to gain any power that he didn't. Yeah, give those them. uppity humans. He <laughs> wants to have a leg up on them. Now, I, it could also be a case of like maybe you know where that space colony is. There's some kind of cosmic radiation that gives the true. humans their telekinesis, and he doesn't realize that's not a universal thing. Now, Greg, that makes sense. Uh, I also briefly thought you were going to say that Zordon seeded humanity throughout the galaxy, God. Uh, which also kind of—I'm not ready to throw that idea out. No, I—I <laughs> I sort of think he did it so he would have lots of people to be Power Rangers for him. Hey, where's Zordon trapped, Zach? In time warp. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Uh huh. Okay, I gotcha. So he is both the first and the last human. So in any case, son of a bitch. Fuck yeah! Uh, I don't know how he got his jizz out the tube, but other than that, this oh all my works. god! <laughs> You're welcome, Emily. Why did you it say just, that? It just now you know why the same way he did when he went on vacation. Yeah. Um, so in any oh, case, I got bad images in my head now. You yeah, fucking asshole. You're welcome. Uh, We've already talked about Zordon's cloaca. Yeah, that's true. It's in the back of his head. Uh, so yeah. at this point. Andros is still working in the engine room, and Decca announces Andros, the main computer control port, has been opened. And then we see. I'm looking right at who opened it, but I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you who did it. There is this very (laughs) funny shot of them for some reason concealing the identity of who is uh, doing this by only showing you a POV shot of a. A uh, p- pair of wire cutters going into the uh, computer terminal and uh, cutting something and screwing up Decca. Uh, at this point, we are then shown Andros rushing in, and the Ninja Turtles pretty much immediately drop their charade right here and are like, haha, we've given your buddy Decca a better attitude, and then Decca says she's been certified turtle-fied, and I didn't like that. She is better this way. <laughs> Turtlefication fic. Oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> oh. Here, here's that, one thing. I'll- the college girl, like, walking along about picking up a pizza instead of a book. <laughs> here's one thing I will give this episode. Uh, like I said earlier, the Ninja Turtles can be serious. They can be real goofy. They do nail the, like, they're just dumb idiots, like, angle of the Ninja Turtles. Because they're evil right now, but they're still laughing at their own bad jokes. And I appreciate that, at least. Um, Also, Luke, while I do appreciate the pizza imagery, it would probably be a turtle with a little bit of goop on it. and Like, like in the 80s. I mean, sure. (laughs) When, in the, like, classic image, she's not, like picking up a nerdy girl or whatever she's picking up a book that's true 
Uh, we're gonna move on from this bimbofication discussion and not bimbofications. Turtle. No, Zach. What what object do you think the girl from the bimbofication meme would pick up to be turtified? I think it would be ooze. I think it'd be pizza with ooze on it. Okay, yeah, that that, that makes sense. Yeah, because you see, the in cowardice in the 80s, of centrism <laughs> in, in the eighties cartoon, how the mutagen works is it turns you into whatever animal you last had contact with. Yeah. So, so the turtles last had contact with humans. Right. They became right, human-like. Right. So it and the, and, and, and Yeah, Splinter last had contact with rats, so he became rat-like. Bummer for him. Uh, so, <laughs> so, if, so if you just touch, like, if I touched a guy and then touched the ooze, does just nothing happen? You probably become like a super shredder type situation. <laughs> you, just okay. get, you just get a real buff. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You become you even become more human. Bad. Yeah, more human than human. So mm-hmm. at this point, uh, Andros unmorphed defeats three of the four Ninja Turtles, which is not a great look for them. <laughs> yeah, right. Because yeah. they don't have superpowers. This is all they yeah, like, got. Part of the fun of a crossover was like, ah, oh, who would win? And. Anyone who knows anything knows that you make the fight indecisive so that everybody can go away happy. Yeah. But instead, the turtles just get their asses kicked. It's it's funny. Uh, we go up to the bridge where uh, Raphael is the one turtle who was not at the little computer port. Oh, I'm sorry, and Raphael Venus. And, uh, and Venus. I forgot she existed. My mistake. Um, <laughs> no problem. Uh, and... They notice that they are leaving Earth, and they've uh, the defenses have been lowered. Oh, who could have done this? Venus immediately uh, is like, "We did it!" Ha <laughs> ha. And then in comes in comes uh, what fuck was it? Astronema with her polygon boobs. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so happy about his boob armor. I love that. The, just makes her look like a PlayStation One character. One of the things I like about Astronema. <laughs> Is that she has costume changes like a like in the same episode? She'll switch hair. She has like multiple wigs. She changed. I like her, I like that that she has multiple wigs. Uh, yeah. She changed her uh, her boob plate armor here to to yeah for some reason very polygonal boob armor. <laughs> um, and uh, she shows up. We have a fight. Uh, the Rangers basically retreat from the bridge, and they all go try to meet up with each other. Um. We get uh, a shot of, of everybody just kind of running through the ship. Uh, TJ and Carlos fight some Quantrons. Uh, then we get a... And they get away. We get back up on the bridge where... Uh, uh, oh, by the way, Luke, for some reason, the one Turbo character they kept is fucking Elgar. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I was going to ask you what Astronomer's deal was. Like, why is Elgar here? Literally, her Elgar. literally, like, the second episode, Elgar shows up and is like, Dark Spectre sent me, and she's like, I do want to kill you, but I guess I have to not. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. Which I do like that continuity of Divatox hating Elgar and then him getting shifted over to another lady who also hates his guts. I wonder if Divatox suggested it just to piss to get off back at her. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that would totally make sense. She, uh, Astronema instructs uh, Decca that no one is to make commands to the ship but her. Um, and then uh, she contacts Dark Spectre and is like, hi, I've captured all the rangers, and I'm bringing you their ship, and it turns into the Megazord. What a great job I did. 
uh, Leonardo is like, actually, you did not get all the Rangers. We are still missing one. Um, and she is like, I will kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't even worry about it. And go get him, please. Uh, yeah, Dark Spectre. Well, she didn't say please. Dark Spectre. <laughs> as long as I'm just being a big old wet blanket this whole time, I'm going to keep pouring water and um, fiber onto the pile. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> this isn't a good one episode. Thing, well, yeah. But, like, this one's more general. One thing that just kind of struck me watching this is that, like, the whole... The fact that they're, like, in space now... It almost kind of feels like it's not Power Rangers anymore for most of it. This feels like yes. shitty knockoff Star Trek. It doesn't oh, I, feel like Power Rangers yes, anymore. It, I, I I love that it's shitty knockoff Star Trek. It's, I love it's, that about this show. It's very <laughs> different, but I do actually enjoy the change. It reminds mm. me of Space Cases, the Nickelodeon children's version of Star Trek that was on when I was a kid. Sure. Like Luke, they yeah, had Walter Jones, didn't it? Yeah, they literally have a holodeck and a replicator. Okay, yeah, like yeah. I don't know, I like they're all wearing jumpsuits instead of goofy nineties. Yeah, they have uniforms. You know? I they love their jumpsuits. I yep. love their uniforms. It, it is. It's weird, Luke. It's a big change. It's something that, yeah. like, so in later series where they're not teens and have. Uh, you know, uniforms, it's because they're like either part of like a military organization or they're like, you know, they're part of some organization and they're, they're explicitly not teenagers. Um, this is that a weird crossover because like, I think they're still supposed to be in high school, but also they have a super or like space uniforms. So it's kind of that part is very strange, admittedly. Yeah. Um, so we uh we say okay astronomer bring me them she turns to leonardo and is like you're going to have to go find him or i'm going to put you in a black hole astronomer's makeup game is very good in this scene i just noticed i love her yeah, uh, good, uh eyeshadow. eyeshadow here that rules uh also the fact eyeliner too yeah uh, well i was going to say the fact that in sd i can pick up that she has like glitter on her cheeks means in real life it must have been so much so much glitter. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, so she threatens Leonardo. He heads to go uh, find the the Rangers. Or, or uh, and Andros is the one Ranger who's escaped. Um, and let us take a quick break, and we will be right back. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. Honey, what are you doing? Just recording some lines for a promo for War and Beast, since we're reviewing the new War for Cybertron series. Uh-huh. Well, that explains you're wearing your Optimus hoodie. But why aren't you wearing any pants? Uh, new episodes of War and Beast, Mondays on AudioEntropy.com. So all the rangers except Andros are tied up in the engine room. Uh, Kinky. The we got Quantrons taunting them. Oh, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and and uh, uh, we see from TJ's perspective mm-hmm. uh, a 
wire cutter sliding across the table. And then in the corner, Andros <laughs> is using his telekinesis. He looks really dorky. It's, it's very funny because he's doing like a two finger thing. And it's not like it's floating. It's just sliding. Yeah. And then in the next shot, it's so clear that someone, the person holding the camera is just holding the wire clippers. Yeah. Like they're not flying or anything. Yeah. It's just very funny. I, I, I'm a little disappointed that he didn't sniff his fingers. When, it, when the thing snapped, <laughs> but like, you know, can't, can't always get what you want, I guess. He cuts the restraints on TJ, and then uh, the wire cutters drop to the floor. Uh, a Quantron comes over and says, what just, what was that noise? And TJ says, oh, it's a cutting tool. It cut, it cut these. And then he hands the Quantron his bindings and then kicks him in the face. And that's really pretty that. good. Yeah, I that's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> Uh, so TJ's able to get the rest of them. Uh, I, can, I can feel Luke shaking his head at us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's a joke that I've seen a hundred times, but I still like it. I'm, uh, I'm I've gotten my negative negativity quotient met for the day. You're done, you're done nagging us. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He's already got us on the hook. So they yeah. they escape to the jump tubes. There's a. They still do the fucking punch thing, like the pose despite, before going yes. down for some reason. <laughs> there is one bit of astronomer acting I like this episode, which is that she's just playing with her hair, which I like. Uh, she's because she's bored and waiting for the turtles to capture everybody, uh, and then she sees uh, that they're they're getting away. The rest of the turtles go rush to the uh, the the where the. Uh, uh, the jump tubes are, and again, like like Luke said, on crossovers you want both teams to look good. The Ninja Turtles are so fucking stupid in this in this episode, <laughs> and they just run into each other and fall down in the hallway. It's so goofy. Um, uh, they finally manage to get up there. Like Emily said, the Rangers still do their dumb pose uh, uh, before they they get down the tubes. Uh, Leonardo's like, get in the jump tubes, and Michelangelo's like, no. <laughs> I don't know where those go. <laughs> Which, to, to his credit, like, yes, good, good call. I also wouldn't do that. Like, for all they know, they would have, like, ended up in space, because the, yeah, the just gliders dead. are gone. Yeah, it would be awful if they ended up just in the vacuum of space. Which brings up a question for the end of this episode. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> so, the, uh... The shuttle escapes with the rangers in it. Uh, Elgar points out to um, uh, Astronema that she promised the Megazord, and if you don't got the shuttle, you cannot make the Megazord. Uh, the rangers head towards a weird... What do they call it? I forget. It's a polarized the- magnetic field. Uh-huh, it looks like someone did some scritches on the film in Photoshop. It's bad. <laughs> that's because that's what they did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they they head towards it. Astronema is following them, but they get away through the... Uh, well, I really like this part where she's like, what is that? And and then and then Michael is like, wait a minute. You're asking a turtle who lives in a sewer about a cosmic event? I don't know. <laughs> That's a really yeah. good joke, too. Joke's all right. The, 
That that joke is good, and the delivery is bad. Yeah, that's again. true. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's it's not you know. Again, they put it together. I'm sure they did their best, but uh, she tells them to to steer away from it, uh, and the shuttle heads right for it. Uh, but they they aren't able to get away, and it screws up everybody's. Uh, uh, instruments, and also, for some reason, unevils the turtles. Who knows why? Well, because it reverses the polarization of everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So they get polarized uh, from good to bad. And again, it's, she only has a spell once a day, so... Although, yeah, why has- doesn't it flip Astronema from good, bad to good? Because she well, didn't have an outside outside energy source affecting her personality. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, the nin- astronomer realizes that the turtles, oh no, actually she doesn't. She tries to order Donatello and then they're all like, uh, no. well, actually <laughs> first Leonardo does some sexist bullshit, uh, which I don't appreciate. He calls her little Missy. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, totally. Like, yeah. dude, what? No. <laughs> um. just demolished, I'm like, what the fuck, Leo? <laughs> Uh, she then realizes that, uh, they've been turned good and, uh, honestly in, in a pretty good call immediately tells Decca to destroy itself, to destroy yeah. the, the mega ship. Uh, uh, and so Decca starts doing it. They get ready to leave. Uh, Donatello and Michelangelo try to attack them, but they teleport away. Uh, then Donatello and Michelangelo are like, yeah, we got our own spaceship. High five. And Deck is like, we will self-destruct in 60 seconds. And, <laughs> and they start freaking. And they scream. They all completely lose their shit. Uh, and I just, again, I know they're, it's goofy and they're, they're at the goofy end, but like they run into each other a bunch again. And they're just, it's I like, think how it's funny. They, it's cute. They're just so dumb. Uh, they, uh, everybody meets up on a planetoid for some, I don't really understand how we get here, but whatever, it doesn't really oh, yeah, matter. Um, <laughs> it, it, this, the scene is shot, um, day for space. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, that's a good joke. <laughs> you know, you know, I got to admit, I got it from Cassandra. <laughs> oh, well, good for her. That's very funny. Yeah, they put... <laughs> they put some bullshit filter on it to make it look like it's a different planet. Um, and uh, the Rangers, Astronema and uh, her Quantrons start to fight. We cut back up to um, uh, Donatello trying to reverse the uh, self-destruct. And this was the only time I realized, uh, like you said, Emily, that that Venus was supposed to be like more zen than the other ones because yeah. she like helps him calm his breathing in order to remember which wire he's supposed to fix. Uh, so he fixes it. Decca doesn't blow up. You keep talking about a green wire, and I saw a green wire earlier, it, but in this shot, I don't see one at all. And he grabs yeah, because the blue there's wire. not. It's just yeah. that's what the script said, so they just. But say there it. was one earlier, <laughs> so it's really confusing. <laughs> um, we see down on uh, the planet everybody fighting. Uh, Astronema pulls out a straight up Xena ripoff uh, chocolate boomerang 
thing. Yeah, it is just a horseshoe, huh? Yeah. And it's a, it's throws a it. thing, yeah. Uh, Leonardo picks up uh, Andros's sword and gives it back to him. Uh, and then in the funniest... Oh, this is hilarious, yeah. It's, like, listen, okay, here's the structure of a of a superhero crossover. It's how it goes 90% of the time. They fight over some misunderstanding, everybody makes up, and then they fight the enemy. That's what happens in this, except that Leo is like, don't worry, we're good now. And Andros goes, I believe you this time. Yeah, Leo, like the yep. most like, wooden delivery. It's not even like... I believe you this time. He's like, he's like, thanks, Leonardo. I believe you this time. Okay, I believe you this time. <laughs> yes, it's fuck shit. It's so funny. Um, we we one thing I do like is we get a lineup like they will do in the later, uh, uh, like team up episodes where everybody lines up and we see like a cool hero shot. And it made me realize, and I double checked. This is the only time that Power Rangers has done a crossover with not, well, other than Mass Rider, with mm-hmm. not Power Rangers. They've never done it again. And I guess there's not really anything for them to cross over with. There's not like a bunch of other Power Rangers-y shows going around. But I mean, they could have done like Beetleborgs back then. Yeah, maybe Beetleborgs or VR yeah. Troopers back then, but like they early did, on. So. But they never did, so you get yeah. this one shot that you're never really going to see again, uh, and that's cool. I, I and then this but, fight scene's pretty fun. I it is. Say. This is one of the better parts of the episode. There's, uh, they actually take the time to like have a turtle team up with a ranger and do like, ro- you know, like roll over the turtle's back and do a kick or stuff like that. Like it's it's not bad. I, I they do have a, a question. Work. Uh-huh. Did Basic mean something else in the 90s? <laughs> because yes, the, the, I noticed the, the Pink that too. Ranger and, and Michelangelo, like, like Cassie Michelangelo team up and it's really good. And then they go, they high five and go, we're basic. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> let's, go, let's go, you know, get some pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> given, given what that means now, it's really weird. And I don't know. It's They're just celebrating it. They're like, you know what? I don't care if we're basic bitches. We love it. We're basic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They're, they're celebrating their basicness. Uh, I don't even. Go ahead. I forgot that uh, they had changed Michelangelo's weapons in that series. Yeah, they're tonfas in this. I think yeah. Michelangelo. I think nunchucks are just hard to work with. No, yeah. so well, maybe that's part of it. But here's another thing that I know because I'm a weird Ninja Turtles nerd. Um, they the nunchuck was banned in a lot of countries. Oh, that's the true. UK, oh, I didn't yeah. know that was still a thing at this point. It's why I didn't the UK was that. one of the big ones. Um and. Like, in the UK version of the 87 cartoon, mm-hmm. they, like, Michelangelo didn't have nunchucks. They just, like, edited it out. He had, like, a grappling, a grappling hook, hook, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. I just figured that this was maybe, like, past that time, but I guess it wasn't. Um, so he has positive t- portrayals of nunchucks. So he has tonfas <laughs> in this, uh, which is fine, I guess. But which it's just Raph funny has that... in Rise of the TMNT, which is there fun. You go. Um... I, I kind of like when they switch up the weapons. It's fine. No big deal. I, it, yeah, it looks like Leo has like one sword kind of thing. Yeah, with it's like just a, one sword. Yeah, it looks like a 
like a Roman sword or like a, a gladius or something like that. It's thicker. Uh, yeah. 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 And, and it doesn't, it doesn't have the single edge. It's got two edges. And Leonardo yeah. has a, or sorry, Donatello has like a short metal stick. Whatever. <laughs> I'm this glad I just... wasn't the only one who thought that. It's like, great. He went from a bow staff to a stick. I feel like the answer is they dug through um, the prop room to find the closest approximations of the right yeah, weapons they you're could pro- get. You're I mean, you're probably not wrong. I gotta um, say, um, because since I mentioned Rise of a TMNT, Donatello's weapon in that is my favorite changed weapon because it's it's a bow staff that's like fucking robo tech shit, and it can oh, like he's like got tech slapped to it, yeah, and stuff. It, to the point where they, like sometimes he'll like turn it into a hammer, and then he'll have like a jet on the back of the hammer that makes him like it spin forward. He can throw that's it. That's pretty good. So cool. Uh, so this fight's pretty fun. It, they let it go on for a while, which is nice. Often the fights feel really short. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's pretty fun. Like th- this part, no complaints. <laughs> mm. Um, I, I even like that Astronema gets a villain moment where, uh, one of the Quantrons tries to run away and she was like, don't, don't you fucking get back in there and shoves him back at the Ninja Turtles. Oh, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but Quantrons did talk earlier in this episode. Which we yeah, they seen can yet. talk. They have a real robotic voice. They don't do it much. Um, but yeah, uh, I think they're the first ones who talked since, uh, Cogs? The, no, did the Cogs talk? They did. Yeah. Couple times. Oh, okay, since so the um, Cogs, I guess. I mostly well, remember the Tangas talking. Yeah, the Tangas talked, I thought. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then there's a, a, a funny bit where the Power Rangers yell Power Rangers, which is a thing that they do, but then the Ninja Turtles just yell Ninja Turtles, which is... <laughs> I mean, I like they yell it. turtle power a lot, but I don't think they usually just yell Ninja Turtles. They're just like, oh, I guess yeah. we're, we're yelling team names. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I want to be included, and and uh, I was kind of excited to see uh, uh, Astronema fight him, but eh, she just leaves, which is fair. Um, then uh, that's pretty much look, it. We get a little bit. Look, she sorry, just go got the boob armor. She didn't want to have it going ruined for her first time out. True. True. Uh, we have one more time for Michelangelo to be a gross pervert and uh, kiss on uh, Cassie's hand. And they're very flattered. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Leo says good guys have to stick together. And uh, him and Andros shake hands to show that there's no hard feelings because it is a crossover and that's how it go. Right. He's like, I said I believed you now already. Like, what? That wasn't convincing? <laughs> like, what's the problem? <laughs> uh, now, the Ninja Turtles do have one request before they are taken back to uh, uh, the uh, to New York, which is that they get to ride the galaxy gliders. So there's a shot of them galaxy gliding again, in space. They're not wearing any kind of space suit or anything. Yeah. You know... The, you know, I, know I, I, I pushed back when you said in Power Rangers World you can breathe in space. I'm like, no, no, just the moon. You can breathe on the moon. <laughs> but apparently I was wrong. <laughs> the moon for sure has an atmosphere in Power Rangers. We I, know I, I that. Could, I could make up some bullshit where the galaxy gliders have like a field around them that like protects them. But yeah, whatever. No, no, <laughs> I think they can. Ju- it's, it's, I, it's, it's, this is like Sonic. Sonic rules. Can the Ninja Turtles 
breathe underwater or hold their breath for a long time. They can hold their breath for a long time, I think. The, uh, turtles maybe can... they're maybe they're just holding their breath and But we... uh, okay, yeah. What about the vacuum of space and how cold it is and shit, dude? <laughs> <laughs> well they're cold blooded, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> cold blooded it. is no that's worse. That's worse <laughs> if they're cold blooded. <laughs> they would have fallen asleep on the galaxy gliders. <laughs> the by the way, ju- I mean Every time they use the galaxy gliders, it looks like shit. But it's this is extra obvious green screen, green screen crap. Yeah, and it's just also it's, okay. Maybe I'm about to talk out of my ass. It's not actually cold in space, right? It is, but like the sun, there's there's like solar I, radiation out there. I think you're right. I think like just it, space, how could it be warmer on Earth than it is? Okay, Googling a space get, cold. Like, is it cold like, in without space? the insulation of the atmosphere, you know what I mean? How cold is? I guess that's also holding space? the heat in, but very cold. Uh, hot, hot things move okay. quickly. Cold things very slowly. That doesn't really explain. But it said very cold is the first line. Okay. Uh, hold on, hold on. Da, 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 okay, and... but to give some context, the first thing to understand heat as scientists do a measure how of how wiggly atoms are. Hot sure. things move quickly, cold things very slowly. If atoms come to a complete stop, they are at absolute zero. Space right. is just above that at an average temperature of 2.7 Kelvin, about minus 455 degrees Fahrenheit. So it's very well, where's cold. where's all the fucking heat on Earth come from if it's not be- from space? Well, it's like, just, the sun is hot, is mostly and the Earth f- is hot relative to space. How can the space in between not also be at least okay, like... Okay, so, here, so here's how, Luke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Adam's science corner. You can get heated up... Uh, so by the way, this is me and Emily are both looking at a discover magazine magazine article mm-hmm. called how cold is it in outer space? Great. Um, but it says, uh, so sunlight and starlight will heat atoms up if they pass by, but they cool down by radiating the heat, which will simply fly out into space. So there's no insulation is the problem. Okay. So, sure. So you would lose your heat very quickly. I guess that is, makes sense. Is I guess the problem, and and on Earth you've got that atmosphere that keeps the heat. In. But wait, what are you losing your heat from? Because you don't have anything to like conduct your heat to. I, no, well, I think that, it, that, that's the just... thing. On on Earth, you lose most of your heat by conduction. The atoms in your body bump into atoms of air or water, passing on the right. energy. Right. Uh, nature wants to equilibrate. Wherever but that's not at the same speed. So if you're like, warmer than the your surroundings, you like, lose heat. Spaceships is keeping keeping them cool because they overheat because they've got nowhere to vent the heat to. Okay, so here here we go. In space, there is no air or water. So the only sure. way to lose heat is by radiation, where you're right. warm and wiggly atoms. I really wish they didn't use that term over and over again. <laughs> warm and wiggly. Uh, release energy directly into space. However, okay. this is a slow process, so yeah. you die of oxygen deprivation long before you notice the cold. So... If they're holding their breath, maybe they're fine for a couple okay. minutes. Okay, so just just so to be clear, we're all sort of right in that space itself is very cold, but you're not going to freeze to death in space particularly quickly. Because there's nothing f- to suck the heat out of you. Got right. it. Right. We did it, okay. guys. We're we figured it out. Right. We did it. <laughs> we did it. We figured it out. I'm very proud of us. Good job, everybody. Uh, so that's the episode. It's... Real stupid. The acting is worse than normal, but I feel like the fight is at the end is pretty fun. And like, 
I don't know. If you're watching through the episodes, I wouldn't say it's so much worse that you should skip it. If for anything, you should see it for the novelty. It's fucking weird that it happened. Sure. I will say that nothing like happens of consequence in it. Right. So you could skip, skip it. it for that. I was going to say I don't think it I don't think they call back to it at all in the rest of the series. No, I I think you're correct. I think they pretty much ignore that it happened. Um but, you know, I feel like if you're watching this along with us or like you might be curious. I I certainly was. I I will say this. I thought it was going to be much worse. Yeah. I don't know why, but I did think it was going to be like this a, isn't an, this isn't a pizza episode situation where like actually the episode's fucking fantastic, but it's definitely like I feel like Power Rangers fans have exaggerated how bad it is. It's not very good. It's a pretty bad episode, but it's weird. And that's Again, I would say I didn't watch all of Turbo. This was worse than every Turbo episode I've seen yeah. though. I don't think it's great, but again, I think it's got a novelty factor to it. So I, hey. I had a really good time watching it. I will say, I had, I had a lot of fun. I, I, thought I like, got about a minute and a half in it. I was like, oh, oh boy, uh oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Luke, Luke in, in uh, the Slack was like, I maybe picked the incorrect episode. Uh, <laughs> whoops. Uh, Greg, what'd you think? It, it wasn't horrible, but it certainly wasn't their best effort. In, yeah. in, I'd agree in any that. sense, I would say. Um, I do remember watching this as a kid and having much more nostalgia for it back then than I did now. And just watching it now, it was like... It, yeah. yeah. It does make me wonder, uh, like, if some of the other like novelty episodes that I have really good memories of, like, like uh, forever red. Mm-hmm. Now I'm worried that that's not going to be very good either, <laughs> but we'll, we'll see. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it, the, I feel like the only reason this episode was made was to promote the next mutation. Yes. So like, that's true. Like they, they didn't make this episode being like, okay, we're going to make a turtles patterns episode. What everyone's wanted, you know, like lots of, People love turtles. Lots of people love parodies. It's gonna be, it's gonna be sick. They didn't Which, like, like think about that. They just threw something together, and I, honestly, it's like, disappointing. I, but I, I, I have to say, like, I really liked the crossover they did in the comics, and like, if you, you can't get a better match. Really, like, it's mm-hmm. color coded teenage ninjas. Like, what <laughs> they're both yeah. that. So you, you would. <laughs> hope it would be uh, a little bit more natural of a fit but who knows um but yeah anyway well, i mean it also sounds is that the next mutation wasn't a very good show anyway right, so it wasn't like right. coming from like a good source like the yeah yeah um but we'll try to do a, a bonus on that if I, I if we can find it i don't know it, it was on netflix in canada it, it left with the rest of uh, with the rest of the rest of the power rangers stuff i think did so, stuff left too? Oh, interesting. I think so. Uh, I'll have to I mean, because like, technically Saban would still own that show. So, uh, I yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll check later. But but yeah, we'll try to do a bonus on it. Um, that said, I think we're going to wrap up this episode. Uh, I don't have any questions. If you have some, you can send them in to us at Teens with Toot on Twitter. Teenagers I, with Attitude. Uh, sorry? I have a question. Okay. What's your question? What's your favorite turtle? Who's your favorite oh, turtle? Oh, I meant to ask that. So <laughs> when I was a kid, it was Michelangelo, which I think was a lot of people's. 
Um, but now I think it might be Leonardo, which I think is weird because he was like the boring one to me when I was a kid. But <laughs> I really like him in most of the more modern adaptations. Um, I think, uh, especially in the comics and like the the uh, the Nick one, I think they did a really good job of being like this is a person who like wants to do a good job as leader didn't necessarily want to be leader and is like not the best at it, but is like doing his best. And I, and gets really frustrated sometimes with his shithead brother. And I just, (laughs) I like that. I think it's a good character. It's fun. How about you, Emily? Leonardo is, has been my favorite since I was a kid and always will be. Um, I've liked every version of him. Uh, I think as a kid, I mostly liked him because he had swords and he's blue. And blue is like sure. color, um, but as I grew up, like the 2003 series has how it depicts him is that he's like really dedicated to to, to you know being a ninja, like more so than every all the other turtles, and they kind of give him like a bushido thing, which is like doesn't make sense because you know ninjas and samurais aren't the same thing, but whatever, and it's fun. And then in um, in Rise, I really like Leo because in that he's kind of like the cocky asshole. <laughs> Because Raph's the leader in that one. Yeah, they switched the leader up, which is interesting. So, yeah. like, he's, like, he, he he's, he's still, like, trying to be the best, but in, like, a cocky, douchey way. And I kind of love it. Yeah, that sounds fun. Um, uh, yeah. Greg, how about you? Uh, for me, it was Leo. Uh, same as Adam. Dang, oh, I did Leo's. not think that was going to happen. I don't think Luke has a favorite. <laughs> uh, which is, is it Donatello has the bow staff? I yes. like picking him in the arcade games. Yeah, I like yeah. Donnie too in in the arcade games for sure, especially in uh, in the in the uh, Manhattan Project one. My real answer is I think I like all of them. Like I, I oh it's yeah, one of the unique things about Ninja Turtles is well, I guess it's not unique, but one of the nice things about Ninja Turtles is that everybody's got a pretty good characterization in at least one of the versions, like. You know, sometimes Raph, they just hit the angry loner thing too hard and he's irritating, but sometimes it's great. Sometimes Mikey's too stupid, but other times they do it just right. Like, I, I feel like they've had enough versions that yeah. that everybody gets their chance to shine. I, I love them all for sure. Mm-hmm. I, here, here's what I will say real quick and, and then we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up. My favorite thing in any of the versions in terms of character dynamics is in the 2003 cartoon where they go to the multiversal fighting tournament where all the best fighters from the entire multiverse fight and Michelangelo wins and he just will not let Raphael forget it for the rest of the series. (laughs) That is my favorite bit of like brotherly uh like ribbing i think that's just yeah. so and funny <laughs> that's my favorite thing about the turtles in general is the family aspect i really yeah. like that i i will say one thing about um how it's weird we were talking about how the turtles have, have sort of you know kept going and kept going part of the reason that i got into the martial art that i got into was because <laughs> of this love of the ninja turtles that i had that especially rules. leo like being able That's to learn great. how to use a sword and being like Leonardo was like very appealing to me. So, yeah, That's cool. we need to use two swords then. So get on. Oh, it. that's just for sh- <laughs> that's just for show. <laughs> very cool. Uh, well, with that, Luke, 
Is there anything you'd it. like to pr- is there anything you'd like to promote? I can think of one. Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer if you'd like to cancel me for saying that t- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is for uh, grandpas. Um, I am otherwise, a you can. F- hey. <laughs> hey. See, case in point. I'm a grandma, if anything. Yeah, you're right. Excuse me, of course. <laughs> uh, you can also find other podcasts I do on Audio Entropy. Uh, if you like this show, you might like listening to Common Reprisor Forze, yeah. uh, a show where we're covering Common Rider Forze, a good tokusatsu with, like, good characters. I'm so happy that you like Forze. It's such a good yeah, show. Of course I do. Like, yeah. It's yeah. a good show. Like, <laughs> it's it's I, I've struggled to get some people to to give Toku a shot. And I, I totally understand the barriers that exist. It makes sense, but that show is so good. <laughs> it is literally just in a live action anime. And there's some things that go with that where it's a little awkward, but like, if you can just get over like the fact that the special effects aren't very good, it's got like all the same kind of fun characters you'd expect out of a show in an anime. It's great. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you can also find, uh, on AudioEntropy.com a podcast called Eidolon Playtest. It is an actual play RPG podcast, uh, with two different campaigns. I GM both of them, and they release episodes on alternating weeks. Uh, the point of that show is to playtest Eidolon, Become Your Best Self, which is an RPG that me and my friend Molly have written, friend of the show Molly has written, uh, based on Persona and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. We are, uh... I think by the time this episode is out, we are into the finale of that show. Um, the weekend before we recorded this, we recorded four episodes back to back over the course of two days. God, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It was like five episodes, five hour long uh, recording sessions both days. Oh boy, uh huh. Yeah, it was I, a good time. I, I remember like Michael saying like, "Oh, I'm gonna like we're gonna do the recording and let's hang out a bit after." And oh, I, yeah. I just kept waiting and waiting for like, uh-huh. and I'm like, and I, I wasn't like anxious. I was just like, wow, they're recording a long ass time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you, because not only do we do four episodes, all four of those episodes are like twice as long as our normal running time. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, a, it was like all day. It was like, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's, that podcast that is a great time. Sure. We're proud of it. It's, it's fun to listen to. It's a very good show. Uh, Emily, is there anything you would like to plug? I would like to plug my Twitter. This is Emeralds. And you can also find me on Patreon if you want to support me. Uh, I do artwork and stuff. Uh, that's patreon.com slash this is Emerald. And then you can watch uh, uh, this dog named Emerald and a giant lady named Verisimilitude play games on twitch.tv slash Verisimilitude Rituals. Oh, there you go. And Greg, is there anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, actually, we just finished recording our final episode of the season for a little podcast called War and Beast that is also on AudioEntropy.com. I've never heard of that one. Yeah. What is that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, we just finished reviewing the, the final episode for War for Cybertron Earthrise. Uh, overall, good season. There was one episode that wasn't up to par with the others. But there's one episode that makes so many callbacks to the 86 movie that it was just so, mm, so good. <laughs> the only thing that we that needed that, was Weird uh, Al. Yeah. Weird Al and Stan heard, Bush, and it would have been amazing. So I have a question, Greg, about that about that show. Mm-hmm. I didn't like the first season. Yes. Would I? Do you think I'd like Earthrise? 
there's definitely some dark tones to it, but I think there is so many Easter eggs and callbacks to the IDW comics, the 86 movie, G1, and just so many callbacks to all of the other media that's come out for it. I think, I think it would, it wouldn't hurt you to, to check it out. Um, and we get some really strong characterization with, uh, Alita because we, we have sort of like a split story with the Autobots. Mm-hmm. So there's some on Cybertron, there's some in space. And I think Alita gets, gets a really good, uh, chance to, to shine on the Cybertron well, squad. So. Yeah. I definitely with with uh, Transformers Twitter seen more positive stuff about about this one. I've I've seen a fair number of people talking good stuff about it. So yeah. you should check out War and Beast. Yeah. So the final ep- when this episode comes out, we should have the final episode out probably for about a week or so. Uh, but we're hearing rumors that the next season is probably going to be coming out in May. So we'll probably be recording around that time. And that's going to be Kingdom, which, uh, just spoilers for anybody who's listening, we're getting Beast Wars again, y'all. It's it's happening. Yeah. Oh, that sounds it, like fun. It's crazy because Beast Wars is, like, at least to me, it seems, like, really popular. And, and I don't, I know that they've, like, had characters from it be in stuff, but, like, I don't think I, they've ever really fully dipped back into it. And it seems like weird to me it, <laughs> so, the, cool. the the i'm i'm not gonna totally spoil you M, but there's gonna be a scene the literal last scene of Earthrise is gonna be a big callback and i you, see i think you'll like it i i loved it myself there you go cool all right uh and you can find me on twitter at chinchy mcchilla uh and you can follow me there if you want you know, whatever. I don't care. That's it. <laughs> uh, it's like I like you or anything. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, <laughs> please notice me, senpai. Uh, and don't, don't, t- don't say that. Don't <laughs> say that. What? <laughs> don't say that. Are you okay, Greg? <laughs> what did I put on Twitter a while ago? I don't remember that. <laughs> Most of my oh, recent oh, followers. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Um, so 14 years with attitude i've been zach i've been luke i've been emily i've been greg and may the power protect you always turtle power Stupid fucking food box that comes with the uh oh the Justice League the thing? Justice League thing. I don't know why I thought you were gonna say yeah, there's, that. There's but... a food box that comes with Justice yes, League. Yeah, well, for the Snyder Cut, they're like, oh, you can't go to your favorite movie grill and order an overpriced, you know, hamburger. So we're gonna bring it to you. Oh it's Jesus! It's, 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 it's like mother box meal. Yeah, I I think AJ got it. Because the mother box is a thing from the movie. I I know what the... Listen, Luke, 
The mother box is the thing from DC Comics. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've never heard of the mother box before. It I'm is. not going to presume a, you know. It's in the comics or in in the. No, I, I, yeah, I believe you. I'm just saying. Yeah. I think maybe that's not a widely known thing. No, sure. No, I, I'm a nerd. I was. It's gonna, not, so am I. I meant to say I'm a comic book nerd. I meant to say I knew it from uh 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 the. Uh, Probably the cartoon. The cartoon, because it's in the cartoon. Oh, is it in the cartoon? Yeah. Yeah, it's in the Justice League cartoon. And it's also in Young Justice, and it's also in like the movies they made. Directed, like it's in a lot of shit. Oh, okay, I've only the Mother Box is New Gods shit, and yeah. New Gods is right, like, like Dark Side and shit. Like right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought they didn't do a ton of New Gods stuff in Justice League. Uh, it's mostly oh, in, like, a, Dark, in, Dark in like the a big bad in I that I think series. it's in Unlimited. No, Dark Side for sure, but like I yeah. didn't think they got super into the other stuff. A little bit. Um like I remember I remember there being like an episode with like Granny Goodness or whatever. Oh yeah, that there was, was... That, was that was pretty big in the Superman cartoon and then also in the Justice League Unlimited cartoon. Uh, okay. There was there was new gods. Yeah, there was a two parter. The okay. There, Fair like, enough. It, like in, in the in the episode about the Flash Museum where it's a kind of a flash focus just like unlimited episode, they have Orion yeah. with them with a new god. Like yeah. Oh okay, okay. That's fair, yeah. I think what? as a as a teenager, I thought the new gods were stupid. It was like, oh, his name is Dark Side. Oh, okay. Whereas now, I understand that that's cool and badass. Yeah, <laughs> I think the new gods are kind I mean, of corny, but it's part of what Literally. I like about them. Right, they're very earnest. Which yeah. as a teenager, I did not respond to right. at all. Zach, did you watch a bit of Young Justice? Right. Me, so yeah, the first season, right? Yeah, because in the, in, the, in the first season, the episode where Superboy hangs out with a bunch of new gods, oh, yeah, that's and funny. shit, that's a good episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, since we are going to take a break, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, yeah, sure. All right, I'm this is gonna be a super long break, I just have to taste it. Yeah, no problem. Curry powder. I just figured we should get going. I'm making butter chicken, yep. Luke, because I didn't tell All you. Right. So. Slightly I'm recording, recording. <laughs> Recording. Recording. Okay. Three, two, one. 